Welcome back to Cloud Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters. I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. Megan, we have a great show today. I know. I know. I know. And you know, it's interesting because I want to mention the fact that at the beginning of the year, we did a little uh, survey, and I did it with my audience on Selfish Giving through my email newsletter, Megan. And I asked people, what do you want to hear more about on Cause Talk Radio? And interviews with nonprofit practitioners on how they built their partnership programs was the number one response, Megan. So knowing that we always listen to our listeners, we have a very special show today. On the line with us is Chris Mann. He is National Vice President of Corporate Partnerships for City Year. And Chris is here to talk about his corporate partnership program at City Year and how it's grown during his tenure. Hey, Chris, what's happening? Hey, Joe, I'm good. How are you? Chris, I have to admit, when I first saw this, when I saw these responses coming in about what people wanted to hear at Cause Talk Radio, you were one of the first people I thought of on this. That, that would be great to be on the show because I've known you for a long time. As I like to say, I knew you when you had hair. <laughs> when you both had hair. When we both had hair. When we both had hair back in the day. Absolutely. Well, I could use a little bit more of that, but I, I appreciate it, Joe. And it's always good to talk to you and, and talk <laughs> no, to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to talk to you, too. Hey, uh, for those people, I mean, you are someone who is very well known in the sponsorship cause marketing community. But for those people who may not know you, Chris, can you start out and tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be at City Year? Sure. Yeah. So I, you know, I've been really fortunate, like like both of you, to, to spend, you know, the majority of my career at the intersection of of companies and causes working together and, and trying to drive better business and, and greater good, as we used to say at Cone. Um, and it's funny because I've realized in thinking about it recently that my career has really been like this perfect combination of my parents' careers. Uh, my mom was a special education teacher and my dad was was an exec at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And uh, I guess we all end up like our parents, right? So anyway, I think, you know, coming out of college, like a lot of people, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, but I knew that I liked sports. I knew that I liked working um, and managing events. And I, I knew that I wanted to give back in some way uh, with the career. And, and I got really lucky. I had an advisor um, who suggested the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and the Jimmy Fund here in Boston um, because of their, their longstanding partnership with the Boston Red Sox, with, which you obviously know. Um, and he connected me to a, another alum who was in their, their development office. And I ended up getting a job working on the Boston Marathon Jimmy Fund Walk, which is a, a fundraising route along the route of the Boston Marathon. And got a chance to work with companies who sponsored the events and encouraged their employees to participate and, and to fundraise for it. And I just became fascinated through that and through some later work uh, with the Jimmy Fund's Red Sox events on you know, what companies could do to address social issues, to tap into their financial resources, their human resources, 
their expertise and how they could really play a role. And this was, you know, at the starts of, of companies really starting to formalize and, and talk about this a lot more. So it was just an exciting thing that, that really fired me up. And, you know, but I, I felt like I really needed to get over to the business side. My uh, psychology and art history degree wasn't really cutting it as far as understanding. <laughs> um, you were a psychology art uh, history degree. That explains a lot. That, ex- that tells me so much. It does. Although I will say it comes into play a lot with partnerships and fundraising. So it actually, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, you know, I went back to school, got my MBA and decided I needed to get over to the company side. And I was really fortunate uh, to find a, a great opportunity with New Balance Athletic Shoe. Uh, here in Boston as well, and went over to manage their partnerships with Susan G. Komen for The Cure and Girls on the Run International. And it was just a, a real foundational experience for me. Um, from there, I was recruited to go over to Cone Communications and work on strategy and PR for nonprofit and corporate uh, clients, and then uh, back to the footwear industry with Reebok in a broader corporate responsibility role. But uh, about five years ago, I made the jump over to City Year and came full circle back uh, to the nonprofit side. And it's been it's been a great ride. Well, let's talk a little bit about City Year and your corporate partnerships there, since that apparently is what our listeners want to hear more about. So maybe you can start off by giving us an example of a major corporate partner of yours at City Year and how it, it ended up that they became a partner of yours. Yeah, absolutely, Megan. Well, we're you know, we're really fortunate. We've got about 12 leading companies like AT&T and Bank of America and Microsoft and others that support us. And I get to work with them every day, which is just awesome. But, at, you know, at the heart of each of those partnerships, um, I think it really comes down to having a strong champion uh, within the company that, that truly believes in the power of engaging young people in national service uh, and helping ensure more kids in high need communities graduate from high school ready for college and careers, which is what we do at City Year. Um, and, and so the best example of that is, is probably Comcast NBC Universal. Um, there is a, a guy there, David Cohen, who is just uh, amazing and the stuff of legends. If you ever get a chance to read uh, Buzz Bissinger's book, A Prayer for the City, uh, you'll get a, a bit of a background in what makes David so special. But he was the uh, chief of staff for Ed Rendell, uh, the mayor of Philadelphia at the time, back in like 1998 or so. And we were looking to bring City Year to Philadelphia. Uh, David took the meeting with our CEO and a few others and came out of it quickly realizing that um, City Year was having this unique role in convening and coordinating public and private partnerships. And, and he and the mayor really saw that as an opportunity to bring their vision for what supporting inner cities could look like. Um, so they threw their support behind us in really short order. They helped bring us to Philadelphia and got us up and running. Around the same time, we had started a partnership with Comcast in Detroit, and they were supporting some leadership and development work for us. Um, and we got lucky because a couple of years later, David Cohen moved over to the Comcast company, uh, where he now serves as their, their senior vice president, uh, and chief diversity officer. And the rest is in essence history. David came over, saw the potential, and he, along with many, many other champions over the years, helped to grow that partnership over time. And, and it went from a, $25,000 investment in 2001 to, you know, now more than 90 million in cash and in kind. Or oh tomorrow. my gosh. You yeah. know, 17 year partnership with them. So just, you know, phenomenal example of a champion really growing and advocating within a company. 
Well, I think that's a really interesting, I I hope people just heard what you just said, that it started out as a $25,000 partnership, because um, depending on where you are on the nonprofit side, some nonprofits are not interested and willing to take on lower level partners. And I'm sure 19 years ago or whatever it was, $25,000 was a lot more than it is today. However, I mean, I think that's a huge potential, right? That some of these partnerships can grow into larger partnerships over that's the years. That's right. And, you know, that $25,000 investment turned into them essentially, you know, being part of just about everything that you can think of that we do at City Year. There's not a thing that we do that they don't touch in some way, whether it's sponsoring teams of AmeriCorps members or getting their employees out and mentoring and supporting career days for our our core members, or offering low-cost internet to all the families and students that we serve uh, across the country. So yeah, you you grow them over time, and it's amazing what they can become if you put the time and energy into it. So Chris, you know, what's interesting about that too is how has that kind of uh, motivated you or kind of instructed you when you're reaching out to new companies? Obviously, you're looking for someone who can really be that champion in the organization. Are there certain qualities that you're looking in for a person? You know, is, you know, longevity at the company? Is that something that you're looking for? Is involvement in other projects that might be similar to City Year? Are there things that you encourage your team to look for to find those types of people? Because it really does, you know, you really do articulate well the power of finding that one right person. Yeah, it's it's a great question, Joe. I think, you know, what we really look for is, I think, two things. I think you've got to look both at the company. And I mean, as you guys know, and you've heard from other guests, it's, it's really about having that strong alignment on, you know, goals of the partnership and what you're trying to achieve together. Um, values have a lot to do with it. Are there, they're, um, you know, kind of consistent values and impact that you're looking to drive to the, do, does it feel right in a lot of ways? And so we often look at what are the stated values of the company or what do we know about the programs and the things they're doing? How, how does that compare and match up to what city or cares about and do? So we, we start there. Um, and then within that, I think the champion and oftentimes um, is something that either can lead and start the partnership. If there's an individual that's personally passionate and they've come out and they've visited us at a school or they've attended an event um, and they've spent time with us and and they start to kind of have the light bulb go off and they can often help us grow and navigate how to build it into a partnership. Other times it's, you know, we're working through the, the CSR team or the philanthropy team or the human resource team um, and finding the alignment on the business goals and the values um, and then through that process, we we find a champion that can really um, connect with us. So it, I think it happens in both ways, but you need to have both um, for longstanding partnerships. Well, and I think that raises another point too, Chris, is that, you know, you're talking about one individual and clearly you're working with other people. But if you have only one champion at a company and then they decide to go move to Bermuda and live on a sailboat, then, you know, your relationship with that company can be in jeopardy. So what do you guys do to ensure that you have sort of deep roots within a company when you when you have these partnerships? You're absolutely right, Megan. It's that's one of the biggest challenges and dangers. So we're always looking at how do we build relationships across the com- country company. It's never about kind of that one individual. Um, and and I think we do it in a lot of ways. I think part of our strength at City Year is the way in which we engage employees across companies and get them out participating with us connected with us. And I think that naturally builds multiple champions. Um, and, and the other thing is we're always looking to work and help 
our main contact, which often is in the corporate responsibility team or the philanthropy office. But we're trying to partner with the marketing and communications team. We're working with HR. We're trying to help um, that main contact navigate their own company and trying to help achieve all the goals uh, and alignment internally within the company. And as you know, I learned working on the corporate side, you know, that's half the battle um, that you engage in is is really a lot of times aligning and selling in your programs internally within your own company. So we try and be good partners there. And I think that helps us have these long term partnerships. Oh, that's right. I mean, you know, that's the that's the big challenge, right, is, you know, I and it certainly happened to me, Chris. I remember a relationship I had with Staples years ago, and it was something that was going really well. But I think I went too narrow within the company in terms of identifying one champion. And then when that person left, poof, uh, that was it. Uh, so I learned my lesson on that. So it sounds like you folks are doing a great job kind of spreading that around. We try. We certainly try. What else? You talk about things that, and I think when people think about corporate partnerships and city year, I think they think you you folks do a lot of things well. In addition to working with employees and identifying uh, those types of champions, what other things do you think uh, staple uh, what uh, city year does well? Yeah, I, I think we do. We do a couple of things well. I, what I've heard from you know the companies we work with is. You know, one, I think we're easy to work with and, and we deliver results for them. So that means things like, you know, having high quality and high frequency stewardship. So are we on the phone with them biweekly? Are we sending them recap decks and impact reports and things that can help them communicate, you know, the value of the partnership internally? Are we, you know, coordinating across our 28 sites and our headquarters departments for them so that we can make their life easier and they've got a, a single point of contact? Are we, you know, sharing all the metrics and the storytelling and the images um, to help them share that impact? And and I would say the other thing that that I think sets our team apart um, is that we've all got experience either on the corporate side ourselves um, or on the ground level as AmeriCorps members with City or, or working at a local city or site. So it really allows us to understand both a company's business and and what they need out of these partnerships. Uh, but it also helps us know how to build partnerships within our own organization that are really going to deliver um, on their goals. And I, and I think that that true understanding of all the sides really helps us um, succeed in some of these partnerships. And then I would say the other thing we do is, you know, we look at all the full spectrum of a company's assets. It's not just about the dollars. It's not a checkbook. It's, you know, how can we tap into your expertise? How can we tap into other resources that you have, your people, um, and think about how to leverage them? So I think about like our partnership with Microsoft, for example. So, you know, certainly they sponsor teams of City or AmeriCorps members working across the country. um, And that's a great way for them to get involved locally. But they also help us enhance our after school programs by, you know, we're working on identifying and piloting computer science programs. Uh, and curriculum that we can deliver in the after-school space uh, that help get more girls and more students of color active in coding and other really cool experiences. And Microsoft employees come out and support those programs during Hour of Code Week and other times. And it it brings that content to life uh, for students and helps them connect it to career paths, uh, potentially, which is really important. And then, you know, last but not least, like they've been a huge partner for us when you think about the IT side 
of City Year. I mean, they helped us move completely to the cloud uh, in all of our activities, which has saved us millions of dollars, and they're a constant partner um, in the strategy there. So I think thinking about all the ways a company can help you and not just the, the dollars piece is, is also something that we do really well. I think that's really smart, too. And I think a lot of other organizations could take a page from that playbook because so often I think there's pressure to raise the dollars. And clearly you have to raise the dollars. But sometimes it's saving those dollars in other ways that may be a little bit longer term that are also important. You know, it's interesting, though, Chris and Megan, is when it comes to city year, I often think of you guys as very strong in corporate partnerships. But I don't necessarily think of city year when I think of cause marketing in terms of like those retail partnerships or point-of-sale programs at the register or purchase-triggered donations. Is it one of those things, Chris, where you feel like with many of your partners, they have a way of working with you that maybe is best or most comfortable? And you know, maybe the checkout stuff is maybe not as important to you guys as some of the other you people know, I, would I have You know, I think it? that's probably right, Joe. I mean, we you're right. We are... I think if you look at the broad nonprofit space, we're unusual in that we are heavy corporate, you know, about half of our private sector funding comes from companies, um, you know, whereas 90% of giving comes from individuals in general. So we certainly over-index there, and it's always been part of our, our history and how we approach it. But I would say I think we are, are heavier uh, and better on the employee engagement side, on the how do we get you involved in your community? How do we have you show up as a really great corporate citizen um, in that area? And I think we're also really good at at plugging them into the larger education space and how can they have a role and and be at the table there. I would say, you know, when it comes to cause marketing and, you know, I saw this when I sat on the other side, I think, you know, I wouldn't say that we are a brand that immediately pops into the average marketer's mind um, when they think about education or what they're trying to do. I think we're the best kept secret in that space. Um, and I think we are national in our footprint in 28 cities across the country where we can be a really good partner. But I do think that, you know, if you're trying to compare us in a, a set against, you know, a Boys and Girls Club or a Donors Choose, there's probably not going to be that general consumer awareness. And I do think that that sometimes makes it harder for us um, to be chosen as a cause marketing partner. We have done many promotions and I want to do more of them. Uh, we've Staples and with Harry's razors and Winston Flowers and others. So it's it's certainly an area of opportunity for us. Yeah. And what I would think too, Chris and Megan, I think where maybe that's been a challenge in breath for you, you have done so well in the depth because I think, especially Megan, I wonder if you would agree with this too. I mean, they've done such a good job on so many different levels within the organization of a company. And like you were saying, Chris, even like IT help and stuff like that, like most organizations don't get that from most companies. I mean, to the depth that you're, you have gotten it. I think that's right. And, and the other thing I would point to is, you know, we have a longevity of partnerships um, that is pretty special and pretty rare, rare. I mean, you know, Bank of America, for example, has been with us since the beginning, 29, almost 30 years now, Joe, back when, you know, you'll remember this, they're Bank Boston and then Fleet Bank and now Bank of America. So, you know, they've been with us ever since the beginning. Most of our national partners like the Comcast or the CSX or the Microsofts of the world are, you know, 10 to 15 year plus relationships. 
And then we've got our... Yeah. And one thing I would add, Chris, is you guys have done an incredible job in that. The only other organization we've had on the show, Megan, that I think rivals that is Children's Miracle Network. Their average partnership is 20 years. And I think you guys are right up there with longevity, which I think anyone who's in the field and working sees that as incredible that you would be able to have a partner that long. Yeah, we're, you know, we're just so fortunate. I think it is because we try and treat it like a true partnership. Um, and, and we see through our, you know, our team sponsorship program, which I've, I've shared with you in the past, it's, you know, we have about a 90% renewal rate on companies coming back and there's over a hundred companies that participate in that program. So, you know, it means that we're doing something right from a relationship standpoint. Let's talk a little bit about, um, just your experience on the brand side. You you referred to this not too long ago in the conversation, but what do you feel like you learned on the brand side or maybe other team members of yours that really helps your work and helps you be a better partner to your corporate partners? Uh, that's a great question, Megan. Um, I was a lot more popular when I was on the brand side. You know, people laughed at my jokes more. And, you know, <laughs> right? That. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would say, <laughs> you know, I talked about it a little bit before, but I think how much of that job is internal. You know, I found that I spent a good 50% of my time, you know, probably just trying to work within the company to build support for programs, to explain, you know, why it was business driving and how it could help us to try and secure resources, uh, to get employees involved at all levels and, and all locations in the company. So I think, you know, the amount of internal work that you do, I think is often undersold. And I think we understand that. And that's why we, we try and equip and help our partners in telling that internal story uh, as well. I would say, you know, the other thing you learn is, most corporate responsibility teams are, you know, understaffed, under-resourced, uh, probably underappreciated. Um, and, and I think, you know, when you think about it, they deal with more stakeholders than anybody else across the company. And so, you know, it's unfortunate that they're not getting more support and, and more help, although I think that's certainly changing uh, in how companies are thinking about embedding purpose into the core of, of everything that they do. Um, but I think how can we how can we help them and how can we, re, we be extensions of their team um, and make their lives easier? I think that's what led to a lot of our relationships. And that's those were the partners that I wanted to work with uh, was the ones that really sat down and understood, you know, what we were trying to do at New Balance or at Reebok, uh, took the time to stay current on the news and on our activities, took the time to come visit and, and understand what our business was about and really listened. Um, to what I was trying to do and helped partner with me to to solve for it um, versus kind of treating us as a, a checkbook or a next step. Um, and and I think doing that homework is is really important. Like nothing turns off a corporate partner more than when you don't know what's going on with your business or you send them a form letter that has somebody else's, you know, company name on it or something like that. So I think really spending the time is yeah. important. Yeah. Hey, Chris, one thing I wanted to ask you too was how do you really measure the impact of a partnership? Like how do you share that with a corporate partner at the end of the year or whenever your, you know, your season ends with City Year? You know, how do you let them know what they've accomplished? Yeah. Well, it, you know, it starts with the idea of you really want to provide information that helps them see both from the head and the heart. And I think that's the key to all storytelling, particularly when it comes to social impact. So from a head standpoint, 
you know, absolutely, we're going to share metrics. And I think we're really good at this at, at City Year as an organization in understanding, you know, what are student assessment scores? How is attendance looking at that school? Um, how did our, you know, grade level rates go up? Are we keeping kids on track to where they should be? And, and we have all that data because we've got great um, partnerships with our schools that we work with where we can access it and we can share it and we can use it to inform how we're working. So we can show a company that's sponsoring a team of core members in a school, you know, here's specifically the results we had in that school. Um, or if you're supporting us across the country, we can aggregate that and show you that. And so, you know, whatever the metrics they're trying to drive for outputs and outcomes in their corporate responsibility reports uh, or their grant requests, you know, we're going to be able to deliver that. So the head uh, component of it. And then I think we, we pair that with, you know, how are we capturing the visuals uh, of either their employees out serving and volunteering with us, uh, quotes from those folks? How are we sharing stories of our city or AmeriCorps members and the student that they're working with and how that student had a breakthrough or overcame a challenge um, in their own words and doing that visually uh, with images, with videos, et cetera. Um, and when you pair those two things together and you deliver it in a, you know, a presentation deck or an end of year report, um, it, it just really brings the partnership to life and I think helps. Mm. No, that's and so important too. And I bet you're asked that question more about impact and measurement now than you were five years ago, because it seems like that is something that companies are really focused on. Absolutely. It's, it's a trend that's heavily moving forward and it's a good one to be honest. Well, Chris, thank you so, so much for joining us on Cause Talk Radio to talk a little bit more about City Year and your corporate partnerships. If people want to find more about you online or City Year, how might they do that? Sure, absolutely. So they can find me on uh, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, uh, Chris Mann or Chris R. Mann on Twitter. Uh, and for City Year, uh, cityyear.org. And if you want to learn about supporting us from a company standpoint, uh, just go to the Support Us tab and the, the corporate page. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll include that in the show notes. Joe, where can people find you online? Well, people can find me online talking to Chris. We were talking the other day about Valentine's Day gifts for our wives, and I had suggested something from the Bronx oh, cockroach. you could sponsor a cockroach. And Chris came back and said he thought that was a fabulous idea. So I'm hoping, Chris, that you followed through on that. So definitely <laughs> find me on Twitter, at Joe Waters. Definitely go to SelfishGiving.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter. comes out Wednesday mornings. And check out all those pins on Pinterest, Pinterest.com, front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter, uh, lurking, listening to your Valentine's conversations about cockroaches (laughs) at Megan Strand. And I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good, which is also where you can find show notes for today's episode, engageforgood.com, as well as selfishgiving.com. And please, while you're online, subscribe to Cause Talk Radio and Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. And on behalf of Chris and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. 